Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for Season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing, where each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom from the female perspective. Everything from Star Wars, to The Office, to cosplay, to fanfic. It's all right here, so sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing and our interview show. This week, I'm very honored to be interviewing Colleen Bement, the founder of Nerd Alert News, which is nerd news by nerds. It's an internet blog that covers celebrity interviews, events, TV and film reviews, and various other things. So I'm excited to have her on here to talk about the founding of that, various things they cover, um, the future of it, and other exciting things. So Colleen, if you want to go ahead and just introduce yourself to our listeners. Sure. Hi. Yeah, I'm Colleen, and I did start Nerd Alert News a few years ago. And let's see, you'd like to know a little bit about me or how I started Nerd Alert News? Um, If you want to just say just, well, actually, we'll go ahead. Um, If you want to just tell us sort of how, what was the very first fandom you ever fell in love with? Sure. Okay. Sorry. I think I mixed that up on you. Well, no, I did uh, not. No, pretty much I'll tell you uh, who I am. So my very first fandom, I was 12 years old and this is going to date me, but my very first fandom was a little British show called Space 1999, which um, it starred Mission Impossible stars, Martin Landau and Barbara Bain. And I was... 12 years old and completely in love with the fact that a woman was a co-star and just as powerful as the leader of the moon base. So they were equally powerful. So I thought that was great to have a woman in charge along with the man. So, well, plus it was sci-fi. So that was my very first (laughs) fandom. And I have, I'd written fan fiction on it. It, it's what got me into writing. So I started writing about 12 years old too, and I've been writing ever since. And as far as how Nerd Alert News got started, Mm -hmm. um, I can tell you that about seven years ago, I think, a friend told me about this um, internet blog called examiner.com. And that was part of access.com, which was bought out by AEG Live, unfortunately. So... I, it was a great opportunity for me to interview celebrities. I got some great training and I got to go to conventions for free and it was fun and I actually got paid a tiny bit amount of money, which was nice. <laughs> and then AEG live bought them out and put examiner out of business. So I still wrote for oh, access, but I'm, I'm not so much into music. I love music, but that's not my background. So I figured I'll just start my own blog so I can do whatever I want. And that's how I started Nerd Alert News. And that's about three years ago. And I I was just doing it by myself. And I had two people, uh, Melissa Rothman and Jadine Mercado, who said, hey, we want to help. Can we be a part of it? And bam, I just had writers come in 
they were coming at me everywhere wanting to write. And we just, we're like this family now. And we call ourselves the Nan fam, which is like Nerd Alert News, Nan, the Mm -hmm. Nan fam. And we are having so much fun. So that's pretty much how we got started. That's awesome. And that's really cool that you guys have your own little name, you know, like, like fandoms have their own little name, like the SPN family and stuff. So it's cool that you guys have your own little family name as well. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. And then I had never heard of that. Sh- the first show that you, it was space 1999. Is, isn't that what you said? Right. Space uh-huh. 1999. Yeah. I, I've never heard of that show before. So that's cool. That's because really cool. you're especially... probably young. <laughs> <laughs> It's from the 70s. It's from 1975 and 1976. And it's about the moon. There was a moon base on the moon to dispose of all of our nuclear waste. Well, that didn't go well. There's there's a big explosion (laughs) and the moon blasts out of the Earth's orbit. And voila, adventure. That's that's actually really cool. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to research that show and maybe see if they have, do you know if they have anything that you can watch online or anything like that? Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on Hulu right now. There's two oh. seasons. Season one is fabulous. Season two is cheesy as hell. And I, I don't even recommend it. Just season one and just stop there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad that there are so many shows that are kind of like that. But I know, but right? Cool. Like, yes. It was perfect. Why screw with it? And they ruined it. Yeah. But I'm still a fan. <laughs> and um, how do you decide what you're going to cover and what you're not going to cover? Is there a, kind of a formula to that? Oh, I wish that has been (laughs) one of my biggest challenges in the last two years Mm -hmm. is I have basically wanted to cover just sci-fi gaming um, conventions, anime, things like that. But just pop culture has become synonymous with being a nerd lately. And so there's Mm -hmm. so much more to cover. And it's been a discussion with me and my staff of writers, and we have not fine tuned it yet. Honestly, we are still, we are open-minded. We are just writing about what makes us happy. I think we will narrow it down eventually, but for now we're having too much fun. And, you know, this is all about just having fun and our writers just want to write what they want. And I, I just edit the articles, throw them out there and we just have a blast. So I, I don't like too many rules at the moment. But mm-hmm. honestly, we still need some fine tuning on that. And we're still working on it. Yeah. And I would imagine, especially now, um, and everything also going on in the world right now probably changes everything you're going to cover anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just everything's changing every day. Everything's getting pushed back and delayed and canceled. Like, um, you know, uh, San Diego Comic Con being canceled. And yeah. So it's just, it's, it's a crazy world right now. So I'm sure that also. Uh, contributes to what you're going to decide you're going to cover and not. Um, So did that, just curious, um, did um, the pandemic, did that at all affect, did you have stuff that you were planning on covering and then that kind of canceled or postponed or did it just delay different things? Oh, absolutely. So we had press passes to a bunch of different conventions and of Mm -hmm. course they're, they're canceled or postponed. So that interrupted it, but What actually I think is positive that's come out of it Mm -hmm. is a lot of the staff has not allowed this. It hasn't allowed them to get them down. They are like accessing their creative juices and they are still writing. And it's given them a bit of an escape from the horrible news and the what's going on in the world right now. So um, some of our writers have 
actually embraced it and thrown out some great ideas for people what they can do during the pandemic, uh, with what to watch, just some ideas. But mostly, I just I'm really proud that a lot of people have just tried to live with some normalcy and still write some entertaining articles through all this. So yeah, it put a dampener on it. It messed up our plans for going to some conventions, but you know, we just have to roll with it. And we are still writing, still putting out content, just in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's good. Yeah, because we could all use um, some distractions during this, since it's such a it can be a very stressful time. And if you watch too much of the news, it can make it even worse. So it's good to kind of have that. Yes. So I'm glad that your writers are able to still write and have that distraction as well. Cause I know as a writer that, that it can be both a great writing can be both stressful, but that it can also be so helpful and like the best therapy in the world. So yeah. So it's, it's good that they're able to do that. Yeah. It um, depends on the person. Like yeah, some of them embraced right. it mm-hmm. and some it's just too hard. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, we just got to do what feels comfortable for us right now. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Um, and then when you're interviewing somebody, um, for a story. Um, how do you prepare for that interview? Well, what we do um, is we research, if it's a celebrity, we'll mm-hmm. research them on imdb.com, uh, check out their website, and we'll check out their social media because we want to see what they're doing. What are they into? What what are they like as a person? Just so we can kind of get to know them before we jump on the phone with them or meet them in person or however mm-hmm. we do it. So that's pretty much how we prepare. Uh, but Winging it is also some of the best ways of getting some great answers and just having a blast talking to people. So it's kind of a mixture of plenty of research and just kick back, relaxing and winging it because that seems to go pretty well. Mm -hmm. And do you ever get nervous before you're about to interview somebody? Yeah. Yes. It depends (laughs) on the person. I can give you my my um, shit show horror story that happened. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I probably shouldn't have cussed. Oh, my oh it's okay. It, don't worry about it. Every once in a while, I have explicit shows all the time, so don't worry there about it. it. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's oh, okay. Oh, God. Okay, so not my first interview, but my second interview was um, Matt Cohen from Supernatural. Mm-hmm. And it was a phoner. And I was so nervous. And it was just over the phone, and I had my questions. I was... I was raring to go and I did okay, but my nerves totally got in the way, but I got through it and I was proud of myself. So maybe a couple months later, I went to a supernatural convention in Las Vegas Mm -hmm. and I introduced myself to him and said, Hey, you're one of my first interviews. And he said, Oh, you were the one that was totally nervous on the phone. I'm like, yikes. Oh, oh, yikes. And then he laughed and he says, don't worry. He says, that's great that you're doing it. And he made me feel so much better. But the first thing out of his mouth was, oh, yeah, that was you. Oh, my God. Oh, so everybody's got to have that, though. They've got to have mm-hmm. that as part of their past to just to, to help them know how to have it in their pocket so that they learn from it and they do better next time. It's, and, you know, I, I can't do any worse than that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, yeah that was that yeah. was uh that was my nerves but then after that it became pretty easy you know mm-hmm. they're just people you just sit in front of them and talk to them hold a conversation and when it gets when it gets too too um structured it gets boring so that just made it easier for me and I don't get nearly as nervous as I used to 
Yeah. And I would imagine, you know, like you said, you're just, that's like a stepping stone. You learn from that. And I think mm-hmm. sometimes, um, you know, I, I used, I used to act a lot and I know with nerves that you'd get before you'd get on stage, you kind of can use those to your advantage as well. Um, yeah. you know, just kind of play off of those. And like you said, you're sitting there and you're being asking the same ho-hum questions that they get asked all the time, or mm-hmm. you don't seem very invested or like you care. I think that can, that can be, they can know that and then be like, okay, I'm not going to care about this interview then if you don't care about interviewing me. So in a way, having those nerves can even be a blessing because at least it shows that you actually care about the fact that you're interviewing them. You actually care about this. It's not just, you know, like, oh, hum, whatever. I don't care about interviewing this person. So I think it can be a positive in a lot of ways. I love that. I think a lot of writers and reporters need to listen to what you just said, because that's that's exactly what readers and what the celebrities that you're interviewing, that's exactly what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, I've heard interviews with celebrities or even seen it portrayed in movies, you know, where they're just like, Oh, this press junket. Oh, it's the worst thing. <laughs> Cause it's just the same <laughs> stupid questions over and over again. So yeah. Cool. Well, cool. Um, and what has been your favorite interview or you can mention several too. Uh, well, ironically, it wasn't anyone that had anything to do with sci-fi. Um, I had the chance to interview Ziggy Marley, and he was oh, kind God. of a bit of a hero of mine when I was young. Mm-hmm. I was just, I, I was nervous at first, and then I heard his voice, and I just melted. I was just like, this guy is, is someone I've, I've always admired, and he, had, he was just so relaxed with me. When I was a bundle of nerves and he made me just feel at ease. And what I, he was absolutely one of my favorites. Uh, probably another favorite <laughs> was, um, oh my God, was Alan Tudyk. If you guys know Alan Tudyk from so many things, but you of course know him as Wash from Firefly. Mm-hmm. This man cracked me up. He cracked me up the entire time on the phone. I loved it. So I'd say those two are probably two of my favorites. Wow, that's so cool that you got to interview Ziggy Marley. That's really cool. That's awesome. Oh, huge. Yeah. I was so excited. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. Bet. And then is there someone that like if you had a dream interview, person that you'd want to interview more than anybody else, who would that be? Well, considering I'm a huge supernatural fan, I have not had the chance yet to interview Jared and Jensen. So yeah. I'd definitely like to put them on my list. <laughs> yeah, uh, that would Cool. You know what? I, they're my list. They're definitely my dream list. And I think that a lot of the staff writers would agree, but everyone's got their personal preferences. Some people, they've, some people are going to admire di- different celebrities. Some just want to do it because, you know, they've loved them since they were kids. Um, I just, Jared and Jensen, I would love to interview them. So maybe one day, maybe one day my dream will come true. And have you, have you interviewed Misha? Misha nope. Collins? Nope. Nope. Not yet. I've, I've tried a couple times, but uh, so I have interviewed so many, uh, myself and my writers have interviewed tons of the supernatural actors, including David Hayden Jones and Ruth Connell and Jim Beaver. He is a treat to interview and Kim Rhodes and Osric Chap. But Osric was hilarious to interview too. So he was great. Um, but Nerd Alert News is we really are trying to branch out and get more into gaming. We've got some amazing gaming writers that oh, I just don't know too much about gaming. These guys are experts and we are branching out into all different parts of being a nerd, all different genres. So we're excited to get a lot more interviews coming up soon. Cool. 
Cool. And ab about how many writers are on your staff now? I'm sorry. 19. 19. Okay. okay. 19. And it's That's just, cool. we do it for fun. So mm -hmm. people write when they feel like it. No pressure. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And then um, speaking of Supernatural, since you said you've interviewed a lot of people from the show, who was your favorite of those to interview? I'm just curious. Who's my favorite? Yeah. Of those. Oh, that you interviewed it's got to be Osric. Osric Chow, because he cracked me up. He called me on a couple things. <laughs> Just, he was so funny. He was not the least bit shy. Not, not mm -hmm. that we'd be all surprised about that. But he would not stop talking either. I mean, I swear we talked for like 45 minutes. He huh. he was a treat. So I'd say he he was one of my favorites of the Supernatural people and um, Kim Rhodes. And Kim Rhodes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Kim Rhodes. yeah that, yep. that one doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Nope. I think those are two of my favorites. Yeah, that's cool. And what... Um, what have, because I know you learned a little bit from being nervous when you interviewed Matt Cohen. Is there anything else you have learned from an interview that's, that's helped you grow as a writer or even as a person? Gosh, yes. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, I would say that I started out with note cards, mm -hmm. make sure I did all my research, had my note cards in mm -hmm. front of me. And that's great, but it, I had to have it memorized or at least be more natural because if I looked down at my note cards, it, it just interrupted the flow. And I always wanted them to make sure they knew that I was fully prepared and that I was, I had a, a, an element of winging it to it. So mm -hmm. I, I used to study ahead of time and just did away with the note cards. And if I forgot some of the questions, it was no big deal. It, it was, it's better just to wing it. So I would suggest have some note cards or just write some questions down, read them a few times through, be prepared, but don't look at them. Don't go by them. Just be natural and have a conversation. That made me feel mm -hmm. less nervous and it made the interviewee a lot more comfortable. And like you had said, it makes them realize how invested I am in this is that I am, I've got, they've got all my attention. I'm not looking at my note cards. I'm not doing any of that. Um, Something else that I learned is don't fangirl with quotation marks, air quotes. <laughs> don't fangirl out. I did that with Bruce Boxleitner, an actor from a million years ago. Yeah. You know him from a lot of Hallmark Channel movies. Oh, uh, of course, you know Babylon 5. Uh, I had a bit of a fangirl moment with him, and that was embarrassing. And I will never do that again. Or just <laughs> for the love of God, hold it inside. <laughs> do not. <laughs> so I screwed up with that. Learning experiences, though, you know, yeah, can't yeah. regret them because I just need to add them to that pocket and, and just keep them there, knowing that I don't do that again. So, I think those yeah, are two well, things that I had struggled with and I've learned from the most. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm sure there's lots more, but yeah, those are my two biggies. Yeah, well, and when I think, and I mean, I don't think it's necessarily so much a screwing up as it is you're human, and I'm sure most of these people you've interviewed have had their own fan boy or girl moment. I mean, it's, I mean, you know, as actors or writers or anything like that, you have your own set of people that you look up to in those fields. So if you were to meet them, you might have your own little moment as well. Cause it's human. But like you said, it's just something you can learn from and grow and be like, okay, next time I'll be a little bit more <laughs> together That's and it. not fan girl out. Cause I'm sure if, if I, I they're like, tons of people I could name that if they ever happen to be on this podcast, I would, you know, be a nervous wreck, but I just have to use that and be like, okay, I would be really professional, but it is, you know, and I've learned a lot just doing this podcast 
of, you know, I've messed up my intro hundreds of times and had to re-record and, and I've gotten better at it. And I started doing, writing it down, but then sometimes that wouldn't come up as, na- as, as, as natural, excuse me. So yeah, I think it's just, you just kind of have to find what works for you and, you know, learn from it. And it's just a learning experience, you know, so we can't all be Terry Gross right away. (laughs) 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 That would be the dream, but (laughs) we all have our dreams. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And what is the future hold for nerd alert news? Well, that's easy to answer. We are trying to break into video. So mm-hmm. we've got our YouTube channel we just started. Oh. And um, video video is 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 just eye grabbing. It is it, it'll it just gets a lot of hits. It gets a lot of attention. It is more personal. I mean, mm-hmm. it's fun to read an article. It's fun to listen to a podcast, but video video is just super popular. And I'm trying to get some of my writers to embrace it. I've got two writers that are like raring to go, but video uh, causes quite a bit more nerves. Speaking of the nerves, being on video, that is it's mm-hmm. a whole different ballgame. So that is something we're trying to break into. And you'll be seeing more of that here uh, probably midsummer because we want to wait till all this crap settles down with the virus. And we're going to mm-hmm. we're really going to break into video here shortly. So we'll look out for Nerd Alert News, uh, more video probably on YouTube, and we'll also put it on our website. But that's what we're really trying to break into. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Being on, um, I remember when I was in film school and doing the acting track as well, and I remember the first time seeing myself on a big screen because we would show all our student films in the year in like a theater. Yeah, that's, it's, there's something about that that's... (laughs) It's really hard the first time. You can get used to it, but it's really hard the first time. So, yeah. Yeah. But that's really cool that you guys are doing that. And I see that that's um, on your Facebook page. I see that link there to the YouTube channel as well. So, and I'm, yeah, and I'm, yeah. And is that link then on the website as well that I'm assuming? Yeah, it's going to take some time. Mostly it's to get people uh, willing to do it because it is mm-hmm. intimidating. And it's funny. It's like you can, you can comfortable you can talk or especially write that's Mm -hmm. that is not so intimidating but as soon as you turn a camera on bam it's just it's just like people just blank so it's not yeah so yeah that's not we're going to work on so look forward to that but it's not an easy thing that's awesome and then you said you're also going to be expanding gaming coverage and stuff as well too yeah we're working on that yeah working on that we've got um three really good gaming writers but, you know, we all do this for fun. We all have day jobs. So it's hard to hard to find the energy and it's hard to find the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm just I'm so grateful that people are loving writing for Nerd Alert News. I'm just grateful we've got a staff that wants to do it because it's it's just all about the fun. And, you know, wish we could all do it full time. But nope, we all have our day jobs. And so we squeeze this in as our passion. So I'm just I'm just super fortunate. I'm really grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then kind of switching here a little bit, just because this is such a weird time. um, I'm just wondering, do you have any recommendations for people that are, you know, stuck at home and not sure what to stream and need some distractions or even music to listen to or podcasts, any kind of recommendations for them? I do. 
But ironically, I'm sitting here looking at my window and there are two people on scooters, electric scooters, bouncing around the street with their with their masks on. And I thought that's pretty awesome. <laughs> looks like a mom and her yeah. two kids. And they are still out there. They're they're well, they're probably family, but they're out there scooting around with their masks on, living their life still and still following the rules. So I, I love it as, as best you can get out and walk. I have been making sure I'm still working. I'm an essential employee, mm-hmm. which is good and bad, but um, I'm still out there working and I've got to find fresh air and find plenty of time. And that helps me keep my sanity. So as far as watching videos for sure, but fresh air, incredibly important walking with a mask without a mask. However you, however you want to do it, make sure to get that, do some exercising because it's, it's so important. And especially with mental health, we've got to take care of ourselves. It's harder for some people than others. Um, On that note, we really need to reach out to our friends and family because I've got some friends that are really struggling and it's just, it's such a hard time. And we don't all stop to think about that. We need to reach out to our friends and family and make sure they're okay. Just cheer them up. Um, Binge Supernatural. Try out (laughs) Space 1999 if you're brave. (laughs) Oh, there's so many good binge-worthy shows. I'm watching Westworld again because it is so friggin' complicated, that show. Uh, I've gone back and I'm binge-watching all the Westworlds again because, holy crap, that's complicated. And um, I am, thanks to you, Erin, I have started Zooming with people. And I've started Zooming uh, Pictionary, Zooming this thing called Scriblio. There's Cards Against Humanity by a different name. There's um, Werewolves. If you guys haven't played Werewolves, it's a really fun card game. There is so much out there online, and you can find so much joy. Um, and, and one last thing that I think I'm going to plan, that a lot of you should plan, is since we can't go to conventions, and a lot of us worked on our cosplay, go ahead and don that cosplay and do a video chat with your cosplay on. So that way you can still sort of go to a convention, but hang out with your friends on Zoom. Get that cosplay on. Get that makeup on. Have some fun and put a drink in your hand. You know, try to live life as best you can through this and and know that it's going to be over eventually. And we just need to hang in there. And Mm -hmm. again, stay in touch with your friends and family. They really need it. Yeah, no, I think all of that's good advice. I know, you know, just before we started our interview, I finished, I walked the dogs and getting that fresh air is really, really important, like you said, for your mental health. And what's so fascinating to me about this, what I've noticed is every Friday, I've had at least one or two virtual parties, you know, either we're watching a movie together, we're doing like um, John Krasinski through his some good news thing that he has started. He did this SGN prom last night and you know, so those kind of, so it's funny because it seems like there's more going on than there even was before, <laughs> which is, it's fascinating. I think it's just because we all need that connection and we're trying to find it. And now we're figuring out different ways to have that connection. So that I think is the positive of this is even though everybody's separate people, I don't know, I feel a little bit more connected to some people than I did before. And I think it's because of this, because we just need that. We're human beings and we need to have that connection. So, yeah. But, yeah, definitely the fresh air. I think that's a big thing that people need to realize. You can still go out there as long as you're maintaining, you know, the six feet distance Mm -hmm. and if possible possible wearing a mask, that kind of stuff. 
but you can still go out there and um, get that because you need that. Your, like you said, for your mental health, that's the big thing is we got to watch that. So, oh yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah, great, wonderful. Well, before we close out, I just wanted to quickly know if there's any advice you have for anybody that wants to get into writing, blogging, or even wants to try maybe even getting in with Nerd Alert News. Is there any um, advice you have for them? Oh, writing or blogging, blogging is easy. Well, it's easy, but it's easy to get into. <laughs> Just go to wordpress.com or whatever blogging site you want to use. WordPress is is, is um, probably the most widely used, although it has its glitches, which drive me insane. But just go to wordpress.com, sign in, and just start writing about anything. And it's such a great creative outlet. It's therapy. It's, it's, it's just people need some sort of creative outlet. It can be whatever. But writing for me and for a lot of people is just my our way of expressing ourselves. Um, as far as advice, like, don't let it, don't let it intimidate you. Just make sure you just get out there and just start writing and you'll be able to go back and, and rewrite it over and over until you like it. Sometimes it's just so hard to just put that first sentence down, just write. And uh, yeah, I do recommend WordPress. I recommend um, as, as far as getting started. Yeah. WordPress. And then, Oh, I'm just rambling. Um, I oh, think no, that I, I give out, I guess, Anyone gets to start and write, writing in, be creative, but don't let it get you down if you struggle with it or if you have some failures. I think that when people first get started, you're going to get like four or five people that read your blog post. <laughs> don't let that bother you because that's four or five people that read it that would never have read your writing before. And just mm -hmm. keep it up and your hits will grow and grow and grow and don't let anything discourage you. I think that's probably the point I was trying to get at. <laughs> Because it takes, it takes a while to build an audience. It really yeah. does. It takes so much longer than you would ever expect it. So don't give up. Just keep going. And just remember the most important part is that you're being creative. You know, you're not just sitting watching TV all night, which is fun. But uh, be creative. Yeah. And, and like you've said, and so many people have said, everyone that I've had on here, they always say, just do it. That's the big thing is just do it. Yeah. Just don't even give if up. you're even. Even if you write for five minutes mm -hmm. and, you know, I mean, writing is one of those things you'll see all the memes and the jokes about how you sit there and you write for two minutes and then you get distracted and do other things because <laughs> it's very easy to do. And yep. writing, I think, can be a, is a very hard, can be a very hard process. And depending on what you're writing, it can be a very, very personal thing. So it is easy to try and distract yourself from it. But as long as you're doing something and, you know, one thing I've done before is just freeform writing where you just pick up a pen and you time yourself for five minutes and you just write, even if you're writing blah, 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 the whole time, you're at least doing it. So it'll get you into the habit of doing it more. So I think that's, that's great. Yeah. I think just doing it is probably the best advice people. Have. And like you said, not giving up because it's hard sometimes, but yeah, yeah. it can be discouraging. Okay. I can just, just can't give up. Yeah. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me, Colleen. I really appreciated it. And it was really an interesting talk and I learned a lot. So thank you so much for doing this. Thank um, you. And th I, I appreciate it. You're welcome. And thank you for Nerd Alert News too. I just want to tell you that. So thank you for doing that. 
Um, and then I'm just going to have you sign off. Just tell people where they can find Nerd Alert News and if there's anything else you want to plug as well. Oh, <laughs> I will plug away. <laughs> Nerd Alert News. You'll be able to find nerdalertnews.net. And you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook and YouTube pretty soon. <laughs> and yeah, j- check us out. Thanks. Awesome. Wonderful. Great. And this is Erin. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at eAprilBeauty. The E and A and the B are capitalized. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod. On Twitter at fandom thing pod. No, it's in that one. On Instagram at it's a fandom thing pod. And if you would potentially like to be a guest on the show, feel free to reach out to us via email at it's a fandom thing pod at gmail.com or you can dm us through facebook and on our next show we're going to be discussing the mindy project so that should be a fun one and then the week after that we're going to wrap up our coverage of comedy shows with a comedy film we're going to be covering clueless which turns 25 which makes me feel so old so so we're going to be covering that one as well so until next time remember it's a fandom thing 